0: Welcome to Get Paid For Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I am your host, Jasper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every single Monday. And in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90 day short term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting yourself out of the daily operations so that frees up your time so you can become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and really focus on those higher level tasks that move the needle and allow you to grow. So, for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com/slash X. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 482 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today we're talking about a topic that I don't think I've ever discussed before on the podcast, uh, which is always super exciting. We're going to talk about best practices for working with influencers to create some exposure and and market your Airbnb property. So I got the expert on the call here, Mr. Jordan Kahana, the co-founder of Stay Amo, which is a platform that actually connects Airbnb hosts with influencers to create win-win situations. So Jordan, excited to have you on the call, man.
1: That is correct. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you been a host yourself?
1: I'm not a host, so that's where it actually is a perfect yin and yang. So I've been doing content creation for over five years. stamo has been around for a little over three years. And my business partner, I, the co-founder, he is in the real estate business and is like owns land in Joshua Tree, and so he understood the host side of things. I understood the influencer, content creator side of things, and so that's why it worked out so well of this like creator space.
0: Awesome. Well, let's start at the very beginning, I guess. You know, thinking about influ- Well, first of all, what is an influencer? That's the fine. Yeah, way.
1: I think that word is a big umbrella term that gets tossed around a little too loosely and a little too freely. I think someone who is truly an influencer is someone that says, Hey, go buy this product. And their audience goes and does that thing. Hey, I'm going to be here. Come meet up with me, do this meetup. And hundreds of people show up. Yeah. You know? And so just the, like I was saying the umbrella term, there's a lot of people and I'm always hesitant of people who on their profile consider themselves as an influencer because more times than not, they're not. And also I think in the grand scheme of things being referred to as an influencer has a negative connotation, unfortunately.
0: Hmm. Where does that come from?
1: The negative connotation? Yeah. I think it's still like a new age thing. I I think there's been some bad press, like names like Logan Paul comes into mind of his past bad experiences with that. And just all these people kind of, thinking that they're above the law a little bit. And I don't want to just focus because I think Logan's done a great job of like rebranding and becoming a really smart, educated person. Like the Japan situation was really bad, but I think there was just a lot of negativity on the front end of like what a big influencer was. And so there's, yeah, there's just this like, and people are envious of those jobs as well. So people kind of poo poo on that as well. So there's a lot of, Backlash in a lot of different ways, I and mean, I just think that term has a slight negative connotation when being referred to. Despite yeah. people that actually have that influence are, are very powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. So, you know, just kind of talking from the host perspective, what? Why would a host work with an influencer?
1: I think it's really important to allow lifestyle photos into your uh, marketing as a home. We are in a society now that is very copycat, and how many times have you gone to a hotel or maybe an Airbnb and they use a fisheye lens or something along those lines where you get into the room and you're like, "This is not as big as I thought, or this is not how it presented itself. And when you bring in lifestyle photography where someone's laying on the bed or sitting on the the couch next, you're able to give shape and size into the room and also for the beautiful homes that are out there, you have people being like, I want to recreate that. I want to have that experience. I want to take that photo. I want to have this experience. And so when homes have those kind of layouts or really unique things, putting people in there allows the the common viewer to put themselves in that space. And Mm. so having content creators and influencers there, people tend to want to travel, like why traveling has blown up, why Joshua tree area, why all the national parks have really popped off so much is because social media and people posting that and people wanting to recreate those images or experiences.
0: Right. So is that how a typical arrangement looks like when you work with an influencer, like they stay at your place for free and then they take photos that you can use in your marketing?
1: Yeah. So usually what we've found best with our with our best practices is about a two night window is all you need to offer. And, you know, we kind of sometimes weekends, you know, if it's a slow time period or if it's a busier time, but it's so beautiful there, like a Tuesday through Thursday or Monday through Wednesday, where you're not really getting hit because you're usually covering that cost and maybe covering the, the cleaning fees and whatnot. And so usually two nights allows for at least two sunsets. You get three sunrise opportunities and it allows what, what really like shows in photos is just the enjoyment. And if your house has a lot of fun things to experience, like not being like, Hey man, I'm there for 20 hours. I have to shoot you know, you get to see how the light comes in. And, and it takes a lot of time and, and creative work of like, Ooh, this angle here, this corner comes in really nicely with the light or or playing around with it or ideas just kind of like brew when you have time to enjoy the house as well. And and so I, I think that's where we've seen the best practices. Sometimes if it's a larger group or a larger house, providing three nights to really maximize the amount. But that's where we've seen the, the best kind of turnover.
0: Got it. When you When you set up something like this with an influencer, like, do you, do you agree beforehand on like, you know, how many, how many photos am I going to get? Or like, what about the exposure? Like, are they going to post on their social media channels? And what, what, what are best practices around like kind of arranging these type of deals?
1: Right. So that goes back to the first thing that we talked about, about what truly is an influencer versus a content creator and the best practices and strategies that we have seen. And I think early on, it's really important, especially if growing a social media or at least having a social media present or a very nice Instagram that people can follow or see more photos of your house than what you're posting on Airbnb or any other pages that you're on. Is this, this setup of not being so dependent on If they have a large following, yes, that is important. But I think the quality of photos that they take and a big strategy that we always tell our homeowners to do is have a smaller photographer-focused person come into your house who wants to travel, is hustling, trying to build out their portfolio, and is more likely to provide and to over-deliver for you. And so that way then, I mean, each house is different and their needs is different, but being able to have a Rolodex of 30 photos after someone stays at your place, you know, 15, 20, 30 photos that you can then distribute slowly throughout your channel that you can use to get within the algorithm of Instagram or Twitter, or wherever you're trying, you know, the different platforms. And then once you have a big following or at least a decent page layout and aesthetic, then maybe reach out to a bigger influencer who has a bigger following that still takes really nice photos and is focused around travel or lifestyle. Don't be just enamored by, Ooh, they have, you know, a hundred thousand followers and expect, Oh, I'm going to get 10% from that in, in growth. But why I say that is that early on, we did a project with an influencer that has over 2 million followers. He went with some friends and they were all verified accounts. So it was a big group, but the account didn't have nice photos and they did, they weren't set up that way. So when all of that traffic went to that page, It didn't retain that audience because they. you have to keep them entertained of being like, oh, this house is really beautiful. They take really good photos. I want to remember to stay at this house in the future because there's a lot of steps that come into play of, am I traveling in this location? Am I near this location? Is this house you know, available when I'm trying to travel. So it's a little slower burn that people need to be a little patient with. But that strategy is what we've seen the best is get the people who are willing to hustle for you early that aren't asking for more money or doing things that will really perform for you and provide you with great quality.
0: Right. So I guess there are in a nutshell, there's like two big benefits for the host, right? It's number one, the content mm-hmm. that you can use on your Airbnb listing, but also, but mostly like you can use it to build out like an Instagram or uh, other social media uh, pages. And then number right. two is the, extra, the 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 exposure that is created through the influencer. And I think yes. you make a good point. You know, like, I think there's two things that are important here is number one, what you're saying is like, okay, you know, let's set up a page that that's attractive, so that people actually have a reason to come back because what's the point of having 20,000 <laughs> people look at your page and then say, think, okay, well, this is not interesting. So I'm not going to come back. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I guess, uh, I guess you also have to think about the, the avatar, right? Like is the audience of the influencer in line with the avatar that you're trying to attract to your properties?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think also it's important too to have these photos to rotate or update your Airbnb, because I think to move up in that algorithm as well, I'm not as familiar with that. That's more of like my business partner side of things as well as just like, I'm, I'm here to focus on your social media and the importance of that. Because like I said, people are finding places to stay almost more frequently through social media than through like, Hey, I want to go to, you know, big bear and they search that and Airbnb just kind of filter, like, I don't know exactly how that search comes up with your dates and the availability and the the added feature. So being able to slowly move yourself up. And I think also another thing that is important when working with these content creators and influencers is it adds an, another review system into you to boost you up in that Airbnb algorithm as well, which is really important and mm-hmm. providing them a free stay. You're for sure going to get a five-star review and to do like, there are things that, allow you to, I don't want to say cheat the system, but this is marketing. These are different hacks to do, to grow your awareness and to book out faster and for a higher price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I also think that I see it as a trend. Like I see younger people, they find place, they find everything for Instagram. Like I'm kind of old school. So, you know, I go to Google, I go to like Google maps or like Airbnb, right. The website, Mm -hmm. But like, for example, my girlfriends you know, my, my birthday is actually coming up in a few weeks from now and like, she's everything that she's looking at that we could put it that she might want to organize for me. I know she's getting it from Instagram because it's always like, Hey, I found this amazing place here. And I found this, this cool thing and that cool thing. And I always ask myself, like, how do you, I don't even know how to find things on Instagram. You know, I'm like, I guess not all the, I'm too old for that you know, <laughs> to really understand that, but that's how the younger generations, that's how they find stuff. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, as TikTok is coming to be more prevalent in having video and walkthrough of your homes and and those things that really connect with people, one of the houses that we worked with, their house went viral on a person's TikTok account who has 100 followers. So it wasn't even like a collaboration through us, but they're a house on our platform. And so I follow all the houses and I see this come up on my For You page It has 500,000 views and like a ton of likes and, and people saving it and doing all this and they said what house they're at, and I like messaged the guy, and we were going back and forth. But those things like that too, UGC, having you know people staying in your house and doing, being able to, the more that you can visualize and the more that you can like put yourself in that spot, just completely boosts, uh, you know, people's desire to stay there.
0: Yeah. So one concern that I hear from hosts, you know, when when I discuss this topic, they they would say like, well, you know, my my unit isn't, isn't really that Instagrammable, you know, like this it's, I, I don't have like a, an amazing, like jungle tree house or like a, a little, you know, a desert dome, or I, I just have a normal standard apartment. Like this, this strategy is not going to work for me. Is that, is that true?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously some houses are more photogenic than others. Just like people are more photogenic, you know, like any situation is like people have their benefits and the the features, but I think like just putting yourself in that presence, obviously your ability or your pull to get really large influencers, if you are in an apartment complex or that kind of setup, like you probably won't and that's okay. But I think, you know, you can still use these strategies of having someone come in and stay and create lifestyle photography and create this warmth. So if it's a two bedroom, you know, two bath place where four people can stay, find a couple, you know, like that, like a traveling couple or something that's on the smaller scale. That's, Hey, come out for a weekend, come out for a week, stay here, work, like have this experience and do this. And, you know, hopefully there are benefits of your place that can provide for some sort of storytelling or some sort of use that you can then use. So like, there's always work around with it. Obviously not every place has a porch that looks at the sunset that's on the ocean. Like, but there, there are ways to do this. So if you, you know, understand, I think looking into who are the type of people that are booking your home as well. So if it is like, like I said, a two bedroom, you know, and it's couples coming, or maybe it's just a one bedroom, but it's a really nice loft. And so you have a couple, you have a solo travel, like know know that and find those people through social who are doing a good job that you like that are creating content that you feel comfortable with in that relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's also there's also other ways to make your your the experience unique, right? It doesn't Mm -hmm. only have to do with your property or your location, which you know, obviously like I, I know one person who's in Bali and he has this amazing just this amazing property, you know, like with like a uh, infinity pool overlooking the jungle and all of that. But even like, it doesn't have to be that, like that, like you're saying, because for example, if you have like a very sort of like standard, like apartment, like you could make the experience unique in other ways, right? For example, the way that you communicate with your guests, right? Or like, you know, the the recommendations, for example, that you give, like there's other ways to make the experience unique for somebody. And that one that the experience is unique, they still want to share that with the world, Right. So, so I think, I think you're right. I think, uh, I think it it can work, but I think the, a lot of the things that you're saying is, is really important, right? Like find the right person for what stage you're at. You know, if you have, if you're just starting up your Instagram place, like don't go for like some celebrity with like a hundred million followers, Um yeah, think about think the they, guest yeah, don't avatar. Don't put your
1: whole budget on that one person and, you know, like build yeah. on it. And and yeah, I, I do agree with the, the accommodations. There's been huge differences of like just really nice coffee sometimes, or just having, you know, cooking and spices and like just that, or the bed is the most comfortable sheets. And I'm like, man, I need this for my, this was great. This staycation experience was little things go a really, really long way in the space when people are paying and having these experiences and wanting to get away from their normal day to day.
0: Yeah, for sure. What are some, what are, can you name some more do's and don'ts of, mm-hmm. of some, if somebody's listening now and they, they wanna, they wanna give this a try. Like you said, it's a, it's a good way to fill up your, fill up the, the, you know, occupancy when you're probably not gonna get a booking anyway, like the Monday through Wednesday, the Tuesday through Thursday, maybe. What are some best practices if people are interested in using stay ammo?
1: Yeah, of course. I think a big thing is, If an influencer is telling you how many followers they're gonna get you, that's a big red flag. There's no guarantee one side or the other. Their exposure and how much they usually charge for a post, push back or, or just like, you know, understand, Hey, my house goes for this much for these nights. And this is what like there. So don't get too bogged down or too concerned, like find the people who are understanding and wanting to continue to create and having these, these nice experiences. So I think most importantly is being clear in what you want the deliverables to be and, and them providing you with photos is going to, be a bigger win for you than the exposure that they put out. Very few does it really convert huge. And we, you need to understand that. And I don't want people to get burned and then they get sour. And that's where like the negative influencer connotation, because people come in, Hey, I have 500,000 followers, this and that, like, okay, but you're a girl in a bikini. So yes, you get, 20,000 likes on a post but people aren't there to see the home or like it doesn't matter where you are and so it's understanding who this person is and what they provide and sometimes a 12,000, you know, follower account that takes great photos that travels all the time is going to convert way bigger than some bigger account that isn't. So understand, look at their metrics like you can kind of understand how much engagement they have. Definitely check out on the comments as well and the importance on that. I think it's really just like understanding it and doing your due diligence. Another thing I think is really important is holding the content creator influencer accountable. So having them book it through Airbnb so you have the insurance policy and all that other stuff, give them a discounted rate so that, hey, you pay $300 to just hold this thing so that you know that you're coming to my house and that once I get all of my photos from you, I will return, you know, you will get the money, But you know, hold them a little accountable. Don't get burned. Don't, you know, like, and if you work with them over time, then there's less need to do that as much, but definitely on the early end, be sure to like I said, yeah, you know, and then that way they can review your house on Airbnb as well, and and working through that way, and and making them kind of front the experience a little bit because no one no one likes to have everyone's had a bad business experience no matter what business you're in, and so don't get burned. Find these different things. So I do think having some incentive on their end to get some money, you know, like the return on investment as well for you. But I think the the key things remember here is. Getting a, a, a bundle of photos for, for your use, their exposure as well is really nice. So, But just don't prioritize them posting one photo for a two-night stay and you guys don't get any photos for your use except for that one photo or a couple mm. stories. Because like I said, it is a slow burn. So you need to build up your social media presence and being able to update your listings on the page to boost yourself in that algorithm as well.
0: Got it. So let's dive into a little bit into the logistics um, of how yeah. stay ammo works and how how to even set up these deals, right? So for let's just take an example, right? Let's just say, you know, my apartment is uh, 150 bucks a night. I want to make it available for two nights. So do I then tell the influencer like, hey, just book it on Airbnb. You're gonna pay like 300 bucks plus, you know, plus the Airbnb fees and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then if you deliver everything that we agree on, then I'm gonna refund. Am I going to refund the entire stay or just a 300 bucks?
1: Yeah. So that is, with depending on each deal is, has been different and whatever people are more comfortable with. A lot of times people just charge a cleaning fee. A lot of times people cover the whole experience. And so they, they're able to, when you book through Airbnb, you can be like, Hey, I'll send you a special rate and you can adjust it that way. So like I said, everyone has a different preference and some people might be like, Whoa, that's, you know, from a creator standpoint, you know, but then it's on them to, to deliver that. So whatever, whatever you feel most comfortable with like so what happens for our site is you put it on and whether or not you want someone to cover the cleaning fee which a lot of people have on there but the nights are covered so that way they're not essentially like in the clear red of things you know of paying for the cleaners especially if it's a bigger house and it and a lot of people are going there sometimes you know it's just like me and one other person shooting a four bedroom house you know it's like so not a lot of places were used or each thing is, is kind of different, but like I said, is, so you, you put your, your home on our, our site, you'd list how much you're willing to, how many nights and, and, and the the price points. And then with each person, depending on their size and how the timing that they want to come is a communication, like person by person basis. So it is up to you and your comfortability and what you see success also in return from what the content creators and influencers are being receptive to.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's say I want to get into this. Like, Do I create an account first on Stay Amo? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, so you apply onto our website at stayamo.com and we filter through. We filter through every home and every influencer. So not every influencer that applies or every person just like gets on board. And you come on and you put on your listing the same way. It's an automated experience for, for you that essentially it just transfers everything from airbnb to our site to to get viewed on and so people can look based on location and based on their travel we're working on some tech things as well to be a little bit more location specific for the homes to find influencers as well because right now it is just like a a huge list of, hey, here's all the influencers that have made it through and are approved, but they're not location-based. So you can you can hit someone up and they're like, oh, cool, great, but I'm based in Norway. And you're like, <laughs> that's not, you know, like that doesn't do anyone, anyone good. They're, you're not going to pay for their flight or they're not going to fly out for a two-night stay. So we are working on definitely different developments of that, but that's definitely how it goes. And there's always, an, it, we are growing constantly. And so people are always out and traveling. And, and so our homes are constantly constantly being reached out to as well as, Hey, I'm going to be in this area and, and definitely like, like, work with people who are being very specific, you know, that that's how you can definitely separate it where it's like, Hey, I'm planning a trip in your city. I'm going to be there these dates. I see that you have it available on your count. Like, you know, those are the people that you can feel a lot more trusted with, as opposed to like, Hey, it's my birthday this weekend. And I'm like, you know, I, the amount of times I've had to reach out to influencers being like, they don't care. This is their property. Like, your personal side of things, this is a business deal. And so once, you know, it's communicating, sometimes these guys are younger and not understanding and they're still trying to build out their portfolio. They might be great creators, but the communication is a little lacking and that takes time. You know, this is an education for the homes right now. And we're working on education for the influencers as well to understand, Hey, we want you to stay at these houses. We want you to keep, you know, like have these experiences and doing all of that. So the more specific that you guys can be, and the more direct that this is a business deal, this is your home, this is important. You are, you know, maneuvering ways to remove marketing costs from your end, but also allowing yourself to grow and and not, you know, have anything get messed up.
0: Let's talk about the perspective of the influencer for for a little bit here, sure. Because there might be people listening right now who are like, "Hey, I've, you know, I know how good, to take good photos, and I've got, you know, five thousand, ten thousand followers, or or, or whatnot." What's some advice that you have for people who are interested in, in using your site as an influencer?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really it's it's a really cool place because not every vacation rental or you know just Airbnb in general or hotel is willing to provide these free stays. So the what I say in the most baseline sometimes example that I give analogy for our website is that we're kind of a dating site for content creators and homes. So these homes are willing to provide you free stays. And also if you reach out on Airbnb and message, Hey, I'm a photographer. I'd love to shoot for this and that your account will get suspended and or flagged. And like, those are going against the terms of service for Airbnb. So obviously we don't want that. We want you to still have your accounts. And so we're the platform We're the space that these homes are willing to do it. And if they have the availability and if you're a right fit, I want to talk real, like this is a known thing for influencers as well as for the homes is just because you have the availability and that influencer reaches out, they don't have to you know, just because there's that match doesn't mean that you have to stay at their house, and the house shouldn't feel obligated to do that because you have that availability and you want those photos. If that, if you're not feeling comfortable with that, if you're not feeling right about that, that's okay. And like, if you if you frame it in like the dating aspect of that, it's just like not every match is going to work out. Not everything works out in that way. So Mm -hmm. like I said, going back to it, I think from an influencer standpoint, this is a great way to allow yourself to travel more, gives you content to create, builds out your portfolio. And the amount of people that we have seen that are on our platform that started off as doing this just because they love traveling and they take really good photos are now being paid by brands and being paid by these homes. Like over time, some homes work with some great people that they don't mind paying these influencers to come to their house because they know the quality that they're going to get. And so if you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of being like, man, I usually get a thousand dollars a post or what, you know, like, and you're thinking you're above the experience as opposed to, man, I'd love to get a getaway. I add another house to this. I create more content for myself and be able to post and build a relationship because usually homeowners, or at least like re- vacation rental homeowners have other homes. And so like, it allows you to then travel more and gives you like, you do a great job for this host. Hey, I have this other house that I'm building here. Oh, I'm just buying this. And, and they're like, I loved working with you. Let me know the next time you're in town, like building relationships with these people to provide yourself this life that you're trying to create, but like over deliver, like crush it. Hey, I'm going to, let's set a deal on 10 photos. I'm going to post for you and, and do daily stories great, here's the end of it, here's 20 photos, here's a post and this, you know, like not that you need to do multiple posts on your page because I understand, but there's usually the opportunity if the house really lends itself that you're gonna post multiple times and like post multiple stories And, and doing that, like you're gonna take photos anyways. One of the strategies that we heard that was really, really smart is that they set a deal on 15 photos and they get, they send the Dropbox link or whatever kind of shared folder to the host. And they're like, Hey, pick your 15 best, like that you like the most. And it's a folder of 50 or 60 photos and they pick their 15 best and then go, Hey, if you want more photos, if you want the other 40 photos that you didn't pick, I'll cut you a deal for five hundred bucks whatever it is, so now you're leveraging yourself in this situation. They saw the photos, they saw that they were awesome and they want more, and so they're like it's worth their money. It's worth that for them because to hire someone to come in and properly do this can can get really, really expensive and really yeah. really time consuming and tight so
0: no that's that's definitely sure. And uh, well, one thing that comes to my mind as you're going through this too is you know a lot of hosts. A lot of hosts are not social media experts. So right. a lot of students in our in our groups, for example, you know, they they'll set up an Instagram account, but then they're like, okay, well, what do I post? Like, how does this work? Right. And so what I'm also thinking is like, hey, if you if you work with an influencer, pick their brain, right? Show them your Instagram page and say, like, hey, what's, you know, wh- what do you think is a good strategy for my page? And I'm sure, you know, they'd be able to to share some advice.
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, ask questions like these, these people love to talk shop and to, to do all that kind of stuff. So, so definitely ask questions and see. And I think like, don't, don't be like, too concerned about what you're going to post or what the caption needs to be and and be as informative as you can but find those are nice photos and post on it like see what works for you it's very trial and error instagram keeps changing their algorithms they're always like changing and adjusting and so finding things that work and finding other pages that you like and mimic that the amount like nothing is ever really that original or that organic so like Find the homes that you like and the way that they're shot or what they're doing on the social media, whether or not it is a copy thing or or wherever you you think they're doing a good job and take those for your own page and how you post.
0: Awesome, man. Well, just to wrap this up, what's the if hosts are listening now and they wanna they wanna try this, they wanna, they, you know, work with an influencer, like what's the what's the process?
1: Yeah, the best way is either like coming on to stayamo.com and putting your house up and looking through the houses that we have. It keeps updating throughout, reaching out to the influencers that we have and finding them. And if like necessary, if they don't respond, reaching out to them on Instagram as well. But I think coming on our platform, seeing what other homes are doing, seeing the influencers that we have on there and giving it a try for yourself. We're always very open and, and willing to to help you out any which way that we can
0: awesome and um, last question where, where, where how did you come up with the name Stayamo? yeah
1: so like it's love where you stay like te amo in spanish is like i love you and so we were just throwing a bunch of names up at the wall and wanting and it just kind of clicked i'm trying like i know where i was we like we were in la we were in a coffee shop and, and yeah it between the two of us, we were just throwing every which name, and and Spanish started to come up more and more. And there, stay Amo, love where you stay. So that's that's where it came from.
0: Awesome, love it. So hey, dude, thanks so much for jumping on. This was really interesting. And uh, for the listeners, so if you wanna if you wanna try this out, go to stayamo a m o stay a m o essentially dot com, and you can uh, you can sign up. Is there a fee? There's no fee, right? It's free to sign no fee. up.
1: Yep. Yep. No fee. Free to sign awesome. up. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much, Jordan.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate the time
0: problem and uh, to the listeners thank you for listening and uh, i'll be back with eric of course on friday so see you then thank you so much for listening to get paid for your pad the number one podcast for airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals we really hope you enjoyed the show and if you want to learn more about hosting on airbnb and building a short-term rental business then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpet.com and if you're just starting out on Airbnb make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpet.com forward slash get started if you enjoy this podcast make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and please leave us a review on apple podcast for a chance to win lifetime access to the short-term rental profit academy our starter course for anybody who wants to start an airbnb business every month we select one random reviewer and give that person access to the course Um, So if you want to have a chance to win access to the course, uh, please leave us a review and then uh, you might uh, join our program pretty soon. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast.